0: This is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. All right. I made a mixtape for y'all. I was thinking about, okay, how do I explain what Texas country is? And I... There's a different type of country. Nashville country on the type of country you might hear on mainstream radio or all the country songs that normal people would know in Texas country is a little bit unique it still kind of sounds like country but it's just maybe has a little bit of different sound but in Texas you could just or you could just be a, a bass player in a country band and tour different cities in Texas, and have a six-figure income. So I don't think there's many places in the world where you can just be a band, in a band that's pretty good, and have an income. So there are a lot of working musicians in Texas because there at least were a ton of bars and a ton of places to travel to in small towns. You know, every Friday and Saturday night, there's bars in thousands of cities that have music. And all those country bars actually pay well to have their, these really good bands come and play because people, they'll pay a cover, they, they want to dance all night long, and so there's usually like a DJ and maybe a band or two or three or there's a lot of outdoor festivals that they're paying bands pretty well as to come. And if you're a halfway decent Texas country band, you can make a living just touring, get in a car, get in a bus. And if you get a hit of some kind, you can make even more money because then you're pulling in song royalties. There, there are some Texas country radio stations and different country radio has like a lot of rules and all these weird things that they do. But there are still independent stations that do play independent artists and stuff like that. Austin, so I'm from Austin and it's kinda weird. I never really knew that Stevie Ray Vaughan was like super famous until I moved out of Texas and I realized, oh, everybody knows who Stevie Ray Vaughan is. There's a lot of Things that I think or grew up thinking were kind of local acts that were actually national acts and pretty big. So there's just a lot of talent in Texas. I made a playlist. You can go to my, I have a link in the description of the show to go to the link of the playlist inside Spotify, and it's called Texas Country. Or I have the list of all the songs in the show description and you can just copy paste and go watch the music videos on YouTube or whatever it is that you want to do. But this is my mixtape for explaining kind of what I think Texas country music is. So it's not George Strait, it's not Nashville hits, it's not over polished, it's usually independent artist. There are some record labels and stuff like that, but it's still a lot of independent artists. And there are some big acts like Willie Nelson, obviously, is huge, but his songs kind of transcend over genres. So he was kind of, I would say, the Taylor Swift or the Shania Twain or the Dixie Chicks, where it's like country. It's they're writing country music, and they might be on country radio, but kind of transcends into all genres and they just kind of become loved by anyone who loves country or rock or pop or whatever it is that whatever it is Willie Nelson has his songwriting is I wouldn't call the songs Texas country music necessarily because he's bigger than that but he's definitely Texas country favorite because he lives in Texas he loves Texas he's friends with all the Texas country people, and he's been in the scene a long time. So his songwriting's a little bit different, but he's definitely in there. And then there was a guy named George Jones. So I'd say Willie Nelson and George Jones kind of became really popular in the 60s. And, you know, by the 70s, there was, uh, they were both still, making music and stuff, but then kind of added to the mix was Waylon Jennings and David Allen Coe. So I start the playlist with Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys by Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson. So obviously that's probably a national hit song, but I was trying to pick something from Willie that was felt very Texas country, and that one does. And George Jones, I was looking up George Jones songs because I never really listened to him personally, but I wanted to add him to the list. And I found this song called Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes. And it's a song about, you know, when you're young and you love all this music, you know, you start getting older. It's like the younger, the new batch of younger people that are talented are going to start coming up. So it's like who's going to be the new... Reba McIntyre, or who's going to be the new Jack White, you know, because people get born and more music gets made. So I don't know. I really did like that song. Who's going to fill their shoes? So then the next on the list is Lucanbach, Texas, which I feel like is the like number one Texas country song as far as the feeling and something that everybody knows, whether you're a Texas country fan or not. Maybe not for everybody, but if you're from Texas, you definitely know that song, whether you like country music or not, and that song is by Waylon Jennings, and then I put a David Allen Coe song called You Never Even Call Me By My Name, which, Lugenbach, Texas, and You Never Even Call Me By My Name, kind of in the same genre of super popularity, and so I think these were written in the 80s, pretty sure, somewhere around you know, they're like 70s, 80s guys, you know, and so those guys kind of built the platform for the next generation of guys, which was in the 90s, and that's kind of when I started listening to Texas Country, because I was still in high school, and then it kind of, it really exploded, I feel like. I really, I did I wasn't around before, but the popularity with the, the college kids, it was like this big, huge, just Texas country explosion in all the on all the college campuses in Texas, and there was big festivals and concerts all the time, and you would be drinking beer out of kegs and listening to Texas country. So in the 90s, a guy named Pat Green kind of came onto the scene. The song I put for Pat Green is a song called Carry On. And I feel like that one was a big hit. And then there was a guy called Robert O'Keefe, and he did a song called The Road Goes On Forever. And then there was a guy that I liked because I remember going to his concerts and just thinking he was, you know, his shows were good. And his name was Kevin Fowler, and he had one song called Beer, Bait, and Ammo. That was my favorite song of his. Then there was this guy named Radney Foster who... I think he wrote more grown-up songs that wasn't just like beer drinking, wild party craziness. But he did a song called Texas in 1880 with Pat Green. And I just remember hearing that song. I think I saw the music video on YouTube or something. Or maybe it wasn't YouTube. Maybe it was. I don't know. Because, like, the Texas country thing was the internet was happening. So whatever was around then. I remember watching the video for Rodney Foster and Pat Green on the internet. And um, so there's a song called Texas in 1880. And it was just one of those songs that I immediately thought was just like high quality, really good song. And then Rodney Foster also wrote a song called Godspeed. And the Dixie Chicks put that song that he wrote On their album *Home*, and it's kind of, it's like a lullaby song that you would sing to uh, a little son. And that song is really good. I love that song. So I couldn't find this song of him singing that. He also has Rodney Foster also has some, I guess, Spanish albums. So I found him singing that song in Spanish, but I couldn't find just the English version. So I put the Dixie Chicks singing a Rodney Foster song on the playlist. The next guy I put on was Charlie Robison, and he was one of my favorites. I don't know why. You know, it's just kind of you don't really know why you love something. It's just whatever it is about his songs. They're very, they're just like emotional to me, and just like they're long and drawn out. I'm a fan of the big, long, drawn out song, and. Big, huge jams and, like, guitar solos and drum solos and bass solos. I like just big, drawn-out, long songs. So his songs are kind of like that. And it's like a storytelling type of thing. So the two songs from Charlie Robinson that are my favorites is a song called Love and County and Sunset Boulevard. So those two songs, I love them so much. And they're just fantastic. The next three bands that I put on there I guess in the 90s there was this it was like 1996 to 2001 that I feel like this really exploded and it's kind of like a college frat boy beer drinking music which sounds possibly awful but it's it's not awful it's just what was happening at the time I guess but also what was happening was kind of a rock edge where I don't want to say, I don't know, I guess you could say like a Buddy Holly from Lubbock, Texas, where he was he was just playing rock music. He wasn't playing country music at all. But then there was this different type of bands and artists who kind of mesh rock music and country music together. So one of those people is a, one of my second favorite, which I think it's Texas country, but I kind of, it's kind of more than Texas country. So there's like this kind of rock and roll element to it. But this guy named Junior Brown. So Junior Brown, he's like a guitar shredder type of musician. He's really really great at playing guitar. And some songs that he wrote, I put I just chose two. He has a lot of songs. I put Highway Patrol and Venom Wearing Denim. I recommend You do watch the Junior Brown music videos because I feel like that will connect you to the kind of artist he was. He was just kind of wild and crazy. And he has, like, all kinds of crazy stories about his, his life as a musician and all that stuff. And then another band I put on there was Reverend Horton Heat that I wouldn't call Texas Country, but it was... Just something interesting, and they're from kind of the Dallas, Fort Worth area, Denton, I don't know exactly which city. They were signed to sub-pop records, so they were a rock band, but had this big country influence. So I just kind of wanted to add that to the playlist. And I put Psycho Freak Out and Big Red Rocket of Love, just because... It was, all, it was kind of in that time period of when I was listening to Texas Country. I don't know. I feel like there is a connection there. And then the last band that I put on was a band called Old 97s. And I would say they're a rock band. But in a kind of 90s, kind of a happy rock band. It's not like outlaw country or outlaw bad boy rock and roll. It's kind of like... The nice, cute boy rock and roll. Not necessarily like frat boys playing acoustic guitar kind of nice guy, but it's it's a real band, and they're really great songwriting. They all play really excellent. Um, but it definitely had like a country 90s feeling to me, so I just put two songs from the old 97s on the list, and those songs are Time Bomb and Big Brown Eyes. I don't know. It was just something I wanted to share with, with y'all and make y'all mixtape. And hopefully if you have time, you can check out the playlist or just copy and paste some of the songs and go exploring on your own. That's kind of what Texas country is to me. It's kind of a sound but not really it's very independent it's not over polished it's highly focused on songwriting and connection rather than just trying to write hits or something a little bit different hard to explain but if you go and listen to these songs I feel like you might have more of an idea if you didn't before and if you already knew all these songs then I feel like you can take a trip down memory lane and listen to my playlist and still have fun so i guess that's the show anyways i still don't know how to end the show so i'm just gonna play the music